What up, brother? What up? Very low. How you doing, fam? What's going on, man? Thank you for doing this, man. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for being flexible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. I say the same to you. I know you're on the way to the airport. I was just telling everybody that. Um, but, yeah, man, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to get this date booked for a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. Since I, since I had your homie KT on. Yeah, that was dope, man. That was dope watching those KT interviews. Yeah. And that cat, that's a super, super cool cat. You know, we went at it back in the day, but it was always, uh, you know, mutual respect after that. No, you can sense the, you can sense the respect for sure, man. Yeah, that's, that's my dude, man. So, yeah, I know, I know we're, you know, on the low theory, we keep it short anyways, but I know you're limited on time. You're heading to the airport. Um, tell, tell the, tell the cats kind of how that 2000 blaze battle happened, you know, and, yep. and, and and briefly about that battle between you and KT. For sure. Uh, Blaze battle. So, shoot, we had Source Magazine, which was huge, huge at the time. And then you had Vibe Magazine, which was probably a little more geared towards, like, your R&B scene. Uh, so, Vibe Magazine actually I'm a little more street, a little more hip-hop. Um, I'm going through a bad area. Can you still hear me okay? Uh, you you were cutting out just a little bit. It should be getting better. It just signals better. Yeah, yeah. You're still. I'm get. I'm getting. I'm getting the. I'm getting the spinning wheel right now. The spinning wheel of death. It'll clear up. It's just bad right here. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. okay yeah, yeah. Now you're good. Okay. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, we should be good from here. Um. So you were saying, so I was saying I, uh, all I, 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 I caught magazine. the vibe. I caught vibe. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Vibe magazine put out Blaze magazine back in the back in the day to. Uh, Go ahead to have to have some more street because Vibe Magazine was more like R&B focused. Um, so they started immediately announcing. Um, well, I started seeing these Blaze battles in there, and they had cats like uh, Pumpkinhead, Rest in Peace, I think RZA, uh, some of the Outsiders, and these other cats, like main cats in New York, was participating in these battles. Um, mm -hmm. And then I saw an advertising. They started advertising. They're doing like a national tour, and they're going to have a bigger, bigger battle. And I saw it was coming to the West Coast. So. I had actually, um, I just pulled out the video camera. It was freaking VHS, those little camcorder things at the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, early 2000, probably in, actually into 99 when they were advertising for it. And uh, set it up in the kitchen, spit some bars and, and sent it in. And they had called me back. Um, I was like, yo, you cocky as hell, just doing like a 16-bar verse and sending it in. I didn't know what else they wanted, you know what I mean? I was just killing, showing show like a rap. Right. So they had hit me from that. Um same time, I was frequent in, on the L.A. battle scene. Uh, there was a club called Elements. We can get into that in a minute. The documentary, Elements documentary is coming out. Yes, we will. Out. But um, I was one, one of the top cats there. And uh, the homie Taz, I didn't know who he was at the time. But Taz Orno was part of Sara. They mm -hmm. produced with, um, you know, Kanye West. He was on Apple oh, yeah. at the time, producing for Dre. He was actually Loud's manager. And he got Loud, which was one of the other top uh, battle MCs in L.A. at the time. Um, he got him on the Blaze Battle, so that's how Loud got there. And he had contacted me about it. Um, that's a whole other story because I didn't know who he was. He was like, "Yo, let me produce some beats." I just thought he was some, yeah, some some, some was like, Yeah, it, like whatever, homie. Like I didn't know him right. at the time. You know what I mean? I was kind of a cocky little battle rapper, but uh, yeah, no, you yeah, have put, to have that bravado yeah. though when you're a battle MC. Yeah, man. you got to be put confident. My, put my foot in my mouth there. <laughs> I noticed, uh, long story long, so ended up submitted, I got picked for the battle, and they had the, the West Coast battle. Um, 
that's what it was like. Medusa was on it. If you don't know who Medusa is, she's like the queen of West Coast underground hip hop. You have Freestyle Fellowship, AC Alone, that whole more artistic, abstract, jazz style of hip hop um, out of L.A. So she's like the queen of that era. And she had been killing MCs. I had been in a wake up show battle a few years before. And it was Medusa and Juice who actually tied in the finals. So if you know J.U. Ice is, and she's tying him, you know the level that she's on. So um, I ended up battling her, her in the battle. That was the second round. But right before that, I battled that. I ended up battling KT. And um, I didn't know who KT. So KT pretty much had the story story right. Uh, but he was saying, you know, I like looked him up uh, in the magazine, seeing him, seeing him as somebody else, and called him Dre or something. Right. That's not what it was. I didn't know who he was. And one of the homies was walking around trying to figure out who was battling who. So they told me initially I was battling Medusa. So I was like, all right, I'm going to battle Medusa. You can't just beat Medusa. You know what I mean? You can't edge her out. You got to, like, really kill her. So I started, form- I started formulating some stuff, you know what I mean, in my head. And then he came back. He's like, nah, they switched. You bat- battling KT. I was like, I don't know who KT is. Who's KT? And he was like, the dude who looks like Dr. Dre. So I was like, <laughs> all right. So that stuck in my head, obviously. So that's how I, that's how I got the Dre line. And then I used that in the battle, and, like, him and some of the other people started tripping. Like, yo, you bit that from one of the other uh, – from one of the other – the rounds in New York. I was like, no offense, but I don't know who you guys are. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and this is 2000. There's no internet. There's no, like, right. you know, battle circuit where we can see these things. Um, but, nah, so that's how it was. There, were, there was a little issue with that. They wrote it in the magazine, like, you know, these cats was killing it. It was a tie battle, but C4 stole one of the lines. I was like, I ain't still no damn line. And that's the because uh, you guys battled twice. Yeah, so that's we the battled first in one LA. You were yep. on the floor, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sitting down on the floor, beating on the drums, <laughs> just beating on the floor. <laughs> I was just trying to be a distraction. So when his verse started, his I think verse it worked. Was dope. His verse started, yeah. His verse started, but the beat didn't come in clean. So we wasn't able to catch it clean, and I was kind of messing with him. And, uh, I don't think he was ready for the response that I got from the crowd. But, yeah, we battled again in New York. Uh, we kind of figured it was coming. And then just the HBO Blaze battle, I feel like it was a little overproduced. They both gave us, like, first round kind of uh, – I don't want to disrespect anybody, but kind of easier rounds. And then yeah. we battled anybody. It kind of kind of didn't live up to the hype of uh, right. the previous round. The first round was better. Uh, plus, we were in Hammerstein Ballroom in New York in a venue that big on a freestyle battle. I was trying to do some, like, storytelling. I was probably trying to do too much. And in that arena, you're just not able to hear all those things. So, so like, punchlines weren't hidden. Um, right. I did, I did ended up winning that line, man, that night. Uh, it was his night. Rest in peace to him. Uh, I wish I could have battled him, man. I think that would have been fun. Idea. But, uh, he was a beast. Yeah. Oh, he was a beast. It was his night. So, it just his style, the way he, you know, rhymed with the setup, keep it simple, and hit you with a punchline. Right. Setup, hit you with a punchline. And it's like, school, man, it seems so – Oh, it was just so effortless for him. Like it's almost yeah. like yep. it seemed like written, but they weren't. He can no, he can no, just pinpoint no. everything on you and yep. make it seem yep. like it was. It was it was amazing to watch him. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it was his night. Good lord, his chair is in the middle of the street freeway. Um, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> nah, it's <laughs> trying good, to live man. through it's this interview. Good. But yeah, man, no, rest cool. in peace. Idea, super cool cat. Um, you know, like his parents were there up in the up in the top watching. That was a crazy night. Our battle didn't even start till like two in the morning, Whoa. New York time. So it was like five a.m. for me because you had that was a uh, who like Black Rob perform, rest in peace, Shine, and that was wow. the era when it was cool to do your song like eight times in a row. Right. So like, yeah, Puffy right. and his whole, whole crew was there, but it was a dope. It was a dope night. 
So basically, long story short, though, besides the Blaze Battle, before the Blaze, because I, I knew you from there. Like, I actually watched the Blaze Battle when it was right. on. But right. before that, so you were already well-known uh, as a battle rapper then? On the West Coast, yeah. Um, okay. Yep. I had got on okay. the Wake Up Show. So Sway, you know, Sway in the morning, and then Sway and Tech at the Wake Up Show. So they were doing a, they were doing a summer tour. And then they had, it was 92.3 to beat at the time. And they called everybody down to the Merck Park Visions Theater uh, for an audition. It was like 100 MCs to get in the battle. So me and one other person out of everybody in SoCal uh, got selected to be on the Wake Up Show summer tour. Um, like I was brand new to like battle rap and stuff. So uh, I, I, was, I hadn't quite developed, but I was, you know, right. you got 100 MCs and some dope MCs and you got, you know, you got your top in L.A. there. I still made it to that round. But then it was like Juice and, and Medusa. I wasn't quite on their level um, on that Wake Up Show summer tour. But it was a dope mic. It was, I think it was 96 or it was 97 because it was the end of Kobe's rookie year. And Kobe got on stage and, and freestyled there, too. Oh, so shoot. I got to share a stage with Kobe Bryant, Wu-Tang perform, organized, and then a battle with Juice. So Wow. Yo, yeah, that's that, that crazy. Was night, man, it was dope. That's crazy. Now, speaking of like, uh, you know, legends in the game, I know yeah. that Outkast is one of your favorite groups Absolutely. now, right? So how would, how do you feel about Andre 3000 not dropping a solo, but Big Boy's been dropping solo albums? Um, well, he did. He had made that. Uh, the, Love the Love Below? Yeah. I mean, that's not really, I wouldn't really, I guess, I guess that's considered a solo. No, that's a solo but album. Was Big still Boy didn't even know he made a, it. Wasn't it still packaged as an Outcast album though? Because it had the two. Yeah, that's just that's the label though. I mean, that's the label. Mm. So he made his album, and, and he had it done. And he was gonna drop it. Big Boy didn't even know that he made an album. Um, and then there was like, oh. yo, you know, we're still in a contract to do more Outcast albums. So Big Boy made his side, and then they packaged it, and that actually was two albums, um, counted as two albums towards their their contract that they had. Yeah. So. Oh, okay, um, okay. So let me rephrase then. Wouldn't you like another solo from him? Oh, of course, of course. I don't <laughs> think he's going to. I mean, for a long time, he was always saying he wasn't. I saw an interview, just he wasn't going to rap past 40, just hip-hop being a young man's game. And Right. I saw, he was like, what do you want me to rap about? Like, parenting a teenager and the discussions could, we have. Like, would that done, be dope? No, I mean, Eminem, <laughs> Eminem and Jay is still doing it. There's still yeah. cats over 40 still doing it, for though. For sure. They're you know? just their content, though. Like what he rhymes about is a little more. Yeah, I don't know. Even with that album, it turned away from more storytelling and the more emotion, more singing. Um, right, right. Just the direction he was headed. So you're Eminem. Eminem is still incredibly passionate about just the art of him singing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everybody takes mm -hmm. their path. You also wouldn't want somebody of that caliber to make an album they're not really feeling in it. You know, it could. Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't be a good look on the rest of his career. You don't want to be that, that OG that was dope and be like, ah, that was trash now. Right, right, right. No, you for know? sure, for sure. You, yeah. want to, you, want to, you want to leave with the championship ring on a high note. Right, right. Right, right, right. right. Absolutely. Yo, tell me, um, uh, let's see here. August 24th, the yep. documentary, it's called, what is it called? Where We're From? The Rock Where We're From. Okay, yep. good. So I was speaking a little bit about that earlier, um, uh, the battle scene in, in, in L.A. There was a club. 
feed into that. So basically you have Project Bloat, which is Lemert Park. That's at AC Alone. That's a little more your, you know, jazz, abstract style of hip hop, uh, where those artists came out of. If you don't, if you're listening, you don't know who these artists are, go back, look up uh, Freestyle Fellowship. They were uh, a West Coast group signed to Def Jam at the time. Real artsy, just, just jazz infused. They're dope. So they got their sound. I was part of a uh, open mic uh, hip hop crew called uh, Foundation Fun Collective. Um, it was just DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came up pretty much on that side. Uh, and then there was this club that started popping off about 98. Um, I would roll through, but I didn't really start getting involved in the battles till, till 99. My homie Poseidon, I actually went to go watch him battle. And him being an asshole, just sign me up for the battle. <laughs> sign me up for the battle. And then I'm going to call you to the stage and I'm not going to go up. So, um, right. No past night killed that. And I, I just got addicted to it. I was loving it. So, every single Sunday, uh, my homie Poseidon was dope, but it was probably myself, uh, this cat named Loud, who was also on a Blaze battle with me, uh, this dude named Dotted Line, uh, one of my homies, incredible storytelling. Um, and he's the only MC I've ever lost to. We battled three times and he beat me twice. And I beat him once. So he actually has a winning record against me. But he'll come with, like, props. And, like, like he brought, pulled out a, like, measuring tape and started, like, measuring me for my casket in the middle of the battle. Just that creative oh, storytelling. Like, right. transforming from, like, uh, Freddy to jumping, the predator jumping through trees and something. I was like, he put out a cherry. It's like, you went to Lake Paddling and I'm Jason Voorhees. Like, just that, you know, painting the picture. Right, You're right. not going to come back with just some regular, you know, rap bars, so. Oh, man. Shout out to the homie. He was a major influence. So, if you want to go back, watch the Blaze Battle, me versus producer, you'll hear me storytelling, doing something similar. And I got to give a big shout out to him. Uh, Dotted line for that. Uh, wow. Just learning that, you know what I mean? So, uh, so this spot, the, so this spot, the element was that go-to spot. If you wanted to come up in the MC yep. battling game, that was the place yep. to go to make your name known. Absolutely. So it was $100 or 200 bucks every Sunday night, eight or 16 MCs. You sign up at the door. They make a bracket. You know, this is when freestyle, when it was on beats, you know, you had 16 MCs. They drop a beat. I go off the top of the head. You go. So crowd judges, wow. you move on. You have a winner every Sunday. So, um, yeah, wow. I would have to say I was probably 20-something. Like, um... I think I lost four times. Oh, word. So you were holding it down over there. I, the wheel's spinning, y'all. Just don't leave. Everybody who's watching, don't leave. We'll wait, C4, you back? Still glitching. Now, let me set it up. The reason why the wheel's spinning and he's glitching is because he's on his way to the airport. Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Okay, we good? Yep. Oh, you kind of kind of in and out okay I'll yeah probably stop. Um, yeah you hear me okay yeah. though all right what's it keep what's it keep yeah, yeah you're good now now you're good now you're good okay so yeah the the, the documentary is part partially about that i got to give a shout out to one more mc my man otherwise he was one of the top top tier mcs from uh, project blowed also at elements uh we would go at it but otherwise actually beat eminem in the rap olympics so Who- that Who'd footage y'all see it, otherwise. Oh, wow. So everybody knows Jay Weiss beat him in, uh, what was it, Scribble Jam. They yeah. have the footage for that, but then you see that footage where 
M&M's at the Rap Olympics. He came to L.A. and then, like, Dr. Dre came and picked him up from the studio. And that and that battle otherwise beat him. And you'll see, like, the documentary footage. Uh, from what I've been told, I could be wrong. What I heard is Eminem bought that footage and they cut out all the otherwise parts. So you only see Eminem's clips in that. But otherwise, uh, otherwise beat him that night. So. That's crazy. You know, M okay. M M was a problem when he was in the battle scene, so that's, yeah, that's pretty big. He was. He was. M M M did was you, you, So did you you did you see that battle with otherwise? Have you seen M live battle? Not live. I've only seen okay. footage of like him versus J U I and Scribble Jam, and he was using a lot of verses off of his album, um, like just oh. don't give a fuck verses and stuff. There, uh, right. you can find those, but you can't. You can't get the otherwise uh, right M&M footage. I've only heard stories because, yeah, that right, out. right. Um, but this just... documentary, so so uh, not to cut you off. This is no, where we're going. Uh, where uh, where are we from? It's uh, just the people. Shout out to DJ Bonds who put it on. Him and his brother, and I think they had another partner. Um, they all worked at Fat Beats, the the record store, which was huge in uh, mm-hmm. in L.A. and um, so they started running elements each week and I would go on and then they would have live shows. It probably only held 150 people and that's probably past capacity. And we probably had 300 in a, in there. And there would be wow. nights where like, you know, Fife came and did a show and my man dotted wow. line jumped up and Fife and Fife and dotted, dotted battled at the end of the show. I've uh, been in there. Quest Love is in there. Quali rocked, but it's amazing seeing like these caliber of our, you know, MCs right. and the legends that we grew up appreciating just in a venue that small, just the intimacy of it was, was so yeah. dope, man. So where, um, where, where can people, where can people find the documentary? Cause it's coming out the 24th, but where can they find yeah. it? Yeah. It's uh, August, it's August 24, August 28th. I think you'll 20, see, I'll be posting 28th? it. Okay. Um, my bad. My bad. Sorry. Go to, I'll put it here. And if you can pin it. Um, yeah. Elements. My uh, man urge one uh, said Chino XL. Yep. He's a, he was a beast. He still is, though. Yeah. I wasn't a big Chino fan. I probably shouldn't mm. say that out loud, but I wasn't a big fan. Really? But I met him a few times. He was always a cool dude. Um, yeah. AJ, Majamo, I lost to Medusa once. And most people lose to Medusa. <laughs> no, but I know a lot of people like Chino Excel is their top five MCs. I know I got a homie. Chino Excel is their favorite MC. So. Right. Yo, we only got a couple more minutes now. Um, Two things I wanted to touch on. Um, Actually, one thing, and then I'm going to let you plug whatever you need to plug. But, uh, you know, you're going right now to do this Super Crew show. Yep. So you you, you seem like you, besides rapping, you are hip-hop, bro. You're immersed in the cultures and the different elements, right? Uh, Graffiti, breaking, rapping, DJing, all that. Um, how'd you get down with the Super Crew, man? Because they're dope. Um, well, Super Crew is made up of three different crews. And right. one of them is, is Battle Monkeys. Um, that's why you got the three, and then they put it together to make the S for Super Crew. Battle Monkeys are for Riverside, Riverside, California, uh, the majority of them. And that's where I live. So that's the B-Boys in our area. These uh, wake-up show summer tour battles that I've been on, you know, the Battle Monkeys have been in those battles, uh, in, in the B-Boy battles. So we built that relationship. My homie, Okie Doke, uh, who I'm rocking with tonight, actually introduced me to Dunak uh, right after they, they won um, ABDC on MTV. Yeah, oh, Dunak's yeah. stupid. So, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Him and Ronnie, wanna, forget yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So um, they won uh, America's Best Dance Crew right after Jabberwockies. Um, and then uh, they they were just, you know, they were doing the tour, the AB, ABDC tour. And uh, we linked up and made like a theme song for them and started rocking a lot of the shows with them on that tour and just continued to develop our relationship. So they'll hit me up, you know, we'll do, uh, we've done Pepsi commercials together. I'll do the music and the MCN. We did Mountain Dew commercial a few summers ago. And then we'll go rock like Red Bull, BC1 stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they B-boy. I, you know, I always tried to B-boy. I'm not, they're like Olympic world. Yeah, you got Ronnie, who's a, you know, Red Bull BC1 world champion. So. Right, right, right. What yeah. you got? Could you get, can you at least do like a couple of, wit, like a couple rounds of windmills or what do you nah, got? I can't do no windmills. I can get one, the one maybe one round feet, of a flare. Yeah, I'm doing some footwork, probably popping and locking. <laughs> I do the worm before I got Word to up. <laughs> <laughs> Hit you with a Yo, backspin and freeze. It's the, listen, yeah. man. I feel you, brother. We getting up there, man. I used to be boy heavy, man. Um, but, but um, listen, man. I love that you're still you're still emceeing. You know, you have a family now. I'm sure when yep. you first saw her, you didn't have that. So those are for for most emcees, they kind of stop after they have a family because it does get a little bit difficult. But you kept it going. So salute to you. I like. It looks like your son's doing incredible with basketball. So that's dope. Yeah, we're um, super proud of him, man. Thank you. Going that's to Cal awesome, Poly Pomona. Got some free college. That's a win. Dude, incredible, man. Yeah. Much success to him, seriously. Um, last but not least, man, um, what's next for C4 and the Horizon? What do you got coming up next? Plug whatever you need to plug, brother. Well, next, like I'm headed to the airport to Vegas. Um, super Crew has an event tonight called Money Moves. It's a $5,000 all-styles dance battle. It's all styles of hip-hop, so B-Boy and other styles as well. Um, I'll be hosting with Super Crew, me and Oki, the homie Okie Doke. We're going to rock some songs tonight, so flying out there and coming back. But um, uh, I got that. This documentary is dropping. I'm working on a lot of new music, and I'm really focused on actually writing a uh, TV show uh, where the music's incorporated with because, you know, hip-hop, or I should say rap, has changed as far as the – the sound of the music and it just doesn't fit with with what i do where i'm going what i enjoy doing um you know some of the tempos and stuff's cool but y'all all know everything's changed so i'm trying to create a whole world uh influenced by i'm drawing a blank what's dude's name who does like medea oh tyler perry, tyler perry. so yeah. yeah tyler perry created this whole you know universe where he's doing theater mm-hmm. um you know he's writing movies writing tv shows yeah so i'm trying man, to make a whole world where the music can live in Yes, and sorry to cut you off. My boy Naeem Lin, who's part of the Plastic Cup Boys, is actually on a Tyler Perry show, Assisted so, Living on BET. So kind yep. of connecting the dots. Yep. I yep. like the vision, man. I like the vision. Yep. So creating that, um, and then uh, I'm in a I'm in a battle. It's um it's an Instagram page. The homie I am Big Seven, and uh, Time to Grind is what they're doing. Is the name of their show. So it's um. Uh, it's a T2G versus battle. So it's like I play my songs versus your songs. And it was like 32 artists to start with, and we down to the final two. It's like a few rounds ago, the homie uh, Do It All Do uh, from Lords of the Underground judged around. He had um, uh, Raw Digger was on there, and then Redman was actually the judge for my last round. So it was just dope to play some songs and have Redman falling out of his chair. Like, he's like, you're an asshole. I was like, I can't get a better compliment than Red Man calling me an asshole. <laughs> and then the, the last round here is going to be uh, K Slay. So just stay tuned, tapped into my page. Um, 
see for yourself, and I'll be posting. So I'm waiting to hear when the finals are. I know K Slade just dropped an album, so we're trying to find the time when he's available. But winner, get you get money, you get promotion. So Hot 97 run with K Slade. So trying to line up my uh, East Coast Connect. So when I come out there, I can do a run, go hit K Slade, go his way in the morning, you know, and try to work it out there as well and find Absolutely. that balance. So I'm pretty excited about that. That was fun. It's weird doing a battle and like playing my music and then just sitting there and then talking shit. I'm used to like battling. I'll talk shit in the rhymes, but I don't usually right. talk shit to people outside of the art. You know what I mean? Right. No, absolutely, so. man. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, listen, it was an absolute pleasure. Again, thank you for jumping on the platform with me. Um, I think it was a good talk. And, and for those listening or, or listening Traveling. future on the podcast, make sure you guys follow C4 on Instagram. It's, yeah, it's, it's S E E F O R dot yourself. Go follow him. The boy gets busy. Yo, good luck over there in Vegas, bro. Shut it down. I appreciate it. See for yourself. Com. It's a website. Got all the videos, got all the old music. You need to get caught up. Everything's on there. Just check me out. Word up, man. Have a safe flight, bro. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for your time, man. Be looking out. Peace. Peace.